Good afternoon, everybody, and a very warm welcome to QuickBooks Labs. We are the one and only place for you to talk about all things QuickBooks related, and we've got a panel of experts ready to talk about just that. We aim to go live within the first week of each month, at which point we hang around these microphones to talk about all the latest news, tips and tricks of QuickBooks and the world of accountancy. And oh boy, do we have some stuff to talk about. Actually, I'm lying. No, we don't. It's the day before or a couple of weeks before QuickBooks Connect, so... We've got a bit to talk about, but there'll be enough. But we've got more of a, let, let's put a little bit of surprise at the end. Let's put it that way, where we can uh, get a bit juicy about it all. I'm one of your hosts, I'm Patrick, a chartered accountant, owner of a accounting firm called Boffix, a QuickBooks certified trainer of Fancy New Logo, and that QuickBooks chap on the internet. And joined with me are two wonderful guests. Charlie, do you want to go first? Do you want to give a bit of a breakdown of who you are, where they can catch you, and uh, everything else you want to talk about? Sure. Hi, um, I am Charlie Khan. I'm a chartered accountant, um, Charlie Khan and Co. God knows where I got that name from. Um, and I'm best in West London. And I'm a long-time QuickBooks user. QuickBooks Online since it launched, and QuickBooks Desktop since about 2003, I think. Um, and I have a Facebook group for um, pro advisors of QuickBooks Online. If you're on Facebook, just look for QBOA or QBO. Uh, for accountants, I can't remember, something like that. You'll find it, um, and um, um, let me know that you're 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 a pro advisor and um, join the group and, and all the discussions we have in there um, about everything QuickBooks related. Yeah, and some ju juicy topics we've had lately as well. Yeah. Um, Johan, do you want to give a bit of breakdown who you are, where you're from? Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Johan. I'm the Group Managing Director of the On Point Accounting Group. I uh, work alongside a team on Client Engager, a practice management platform for accountants, co-host of Ask the Accountant, our weekly podcast, Aaron and I do. Um, a bit of this, a bit of that. Guest speaker at various conferences. Uh, I've not been using QuickBooks as long as Charlie has because I was still at school. Um, but... <laughs> Um, but we've got yeah. the same hairstyle. We still have the same hairstyle. We have got the same hair, hairline, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also strategic partner for QuickBooks. So um, sit looking at betas and discussing where the product should be going in the future. Uh, for what it's worth. Maybe next time we should ask what you don't do. Um... <laughs> yeah, that'd be quicker. I don't work with Sage and I don't work with Zero. <laughs> Brilliant. That's what I like to hear. Uh, again, we have a cracker for you in store, so let's figure out how this all works. First of all, we are live to the world at our regular time, 4.30 UK time. Um, so if you are listening back to the later time, why not think about joining us live? Just like we've got our first comment of the day. Hi, in practice that I work for, we will get my teeth in. Hi, in practice that I work for, we use Sage for everything. So we've got our first swear word of the day. Um, <laughs> glad to see you here. Hopefully you'll learn something about what it's like to be on the better side of the accounting spectrum. The right green um, side. <laughs> um, that, and if you are live, just like we've just had there, why not use the chat box to ask us anything that you like? I'm sure you'll keep us honest and ask us those burning questions. For more, we are live on the accounting podcast services around the globe, not just accounting, but just podcasting services. So feel free to subscribe on your podcast <laughs> Our agenda for today is as follows. We've got a few very small but maybe significant updates to QuickBooks themselves we're going to talk about. A little bit of frustration with one of the bank accounts that are connecting to QuickBooks. We're going to talk about that. Uh, there is a big update in the USA platform that we're hoping, fingers crossed, is going to wing its way over, over to here. And then a bit juicy, we're going to talk about our predictions for QuickBooks Connect. Speaking of QuickBooks Connect, let's start off with QuickBooks Connect itself. So 
we have um however many days there is left what is it a month now is it? it's literally just over a month isn't it so it's the, the eighth today so in a yesterday. month's time it'll all be over in a month's time we will be at quickbooks connect um for 2023 we've been talking about this each and every time but now we know a little bit more and there won't be another quickbooks labs before that so this is the time to talk about it in a little bit more detail so make sure you get yourself down there make sure you get yourself some tickets as you can see here we've got some great speakers we haven't been told yet who the main speakers are but we have been told there are some other main speakers to be announced it'd be great to hear what that that is we can we can reveal today, Aaron, because it will be public, and we've been told we can reveal it. You and I are speaking at the event. I mean, I do they want any more keynote? <laughs> yes, do, exactly. Do you know we, are, about, we are. But do you know much as much about it as Mylene Cast does? That's the I thing. don't know if Mylene knows anything about it. Yeah, I think well, she's, <laughs> yeah. Maybe she's, she's just going to turn up on the day the agents booked her in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It'd be great to have uh, Mylene there. We've got um, her vice president and UK country manager and good old Nick Williams there as well. Uh, but yeah, me and me and Johanna are going to be talking there. So we've got, um, well, you've got two sessions to cover. I've got the one session to cover. I mean, if Same you subject, to... on, on twice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For anyone out there who wants to do both of um, Johanna's sessions, we have got a special prize available. So, you know, let's <laughs> sit through for both of them. We can uh, make sure that is available. Um, but yeah, no, it's going to be a great... We've we've been privileged to see some of the people talking there, haven't we? We know that there's yeah. some really great people who's going to be talking there, us included. Um, and I think it's... Industry leaders. Event. Industry leaders, indeed. Um, and we also know that there's going to be some uh, good and uh, good announcements as well. Can't tell you exactly what those announcements are, but we know that they're going to be good ones. And if I'm completely honest, that's what my favourite bit about QuickBooks Connect is all about. I want to see... What's going to be announced at QuickBooks Connect going forward? Um, there's going to be quite a lot going on. So we've got registration breakfast from 8 a.m. Is anything like last year or the year before? 2019, was it? Was the last time we were at this venue? Yeah. It was 2019. Yeah. yeah. Um, then, yeah, highly recommend the breakfast. So get yourself down for that one. Uh, morning morning program that's going to be with Mining Class. And also we're going to see what Nick Williams has got to. Normally, that's when we get a few of those juicy announcements. We'll be looking forward to that. Um, some breakout sessions. That's where you'll be able to find Johan in one of the rooms. The breakout session for the second time round. that's where I'll be there. And then there'll be a third one for Johan as well, talking about... Uh, do you want to give an indication of what you're talking about, Johan? That might be a nice one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my topic uh, of choice is supporting clients during economic challenges. So Great. all about how we've supported our clients through COVID and we're now supporting our clients again for another financial challenge and sharing some of my insights and the benefits of investing in long-term relationships. I love it. I love it. And I'm assuming QuickBooks had quite a pivotal role in that as well, which is good to see. Of course. Um, yeah. So that'll be awesome. And then afterwards we've got the fireside chat, a one-on-one -on -one conversation with Mylene Class and our guest key spoke keynote speaker as they talk life, work, and lessons learned. So not giving too much away who the guest keynote speaker is there, but you know, answer our postcard if you can kind of figure out who that is based on those um, options there. And then finally, we've got Connect Fest, the official QuickBooks Connect after party. And again, if it's anything like 2009 well worth attending for that alone and if possible we're trying to make sure the technical aspects are still working but we're trying to do a bit of a quickbooks labs ask the accountant style 
podcasty thing in there as well. So keep an eye out for us if you want to kind of give your takes on how you thought that the event went. Have you got anything about any of the things that were actually announced during the event? Please do come along, give us your thoughts, and we'll include it on next month's podcast. Yeah, so exciting times. Are you guys a ticket? Charlie, I mean, we have to go, me and Johan, but you've got yourself all signed up, haven't you, Charlie? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going. Yeah, I'll definitely be there. Yeah, definitely. Even though they, the last time, I was very excited because the last time they did it, which they, they cancelled in, in March to 2020, because obviously because of COVID, um, it was just down the road for me, which was lovely. Now they've moved it back to East London, so I'm very upset by that, but never mind. <laughs> it will be a good event. It, I, I, you know, it, it, it definitely is a good event every year that I've been. I would strongly urge people to go to it. It's, it's very, very worthwhile. So your commute is just as bad as your hands then. Yeah. Just well, I'm gonna try the new Elizabeth line, see if that uh, if that oh. makes it any Yeah. That's a good line. I do like the Elizabeth line. Yeah, yeah. 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 We could do a whole podcast on the Elizabeth line. We could do. I mean getting getting to the, the stop at my end is slightly tricky, but once I'm on it, it's lovely. When yeah, when you're there, it's worth it. It's, oh, yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> it's a lovely Look, line. I think I spend more time on the underground than people in London spend on the underground, and I live in Edinburgh. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant brilliant um if i click on the sessions page just to give us a bit of a thing we've got already featured sessions available we've got driving growth advisory and client success and technology and practice optimization so yeah it's looking like and again from the ones we've seen it's going to be looking like a good little event so please do get yourself down there. and if you see any of us while down there say hello and like i said we'll try and get you involved in a future podcast Wonderful. All right. Uh, but got a bit of a bit of chat going on here. So Carol, hi Carol. QBO, my software of choice. Use Sage 50 and much to my frustration, a few stragglers on Sage 1. <sighs> Sage 1. I mean, I, I, I grew up on Sage 50. So be perfect. <laughs> um, and plus booked into QuickBooks Connect. Great to see. And if you do see us, make sure you say hello. But yeah, we're looking forward to it. It's just nice to have uh, time for us all to be around in the same uh, venue, isn't it? So yeah, we can't wait for it. There was nothing wrong with the last couple of events being digital and everything else, but yeah, it definitely missed it, didn't it? Um, uh, had an opportunity to be there. All right, let's talk about some of the new updates we've had then. So it looks like maybe our answers have been met or at least starting to be met as the bank reconciliation um, optimization and the new uh, way of doing it seems to be coming on. So mm. It looks like possibly, potentially, that the actual bank reconciliation page is now live. So I can show you a bit of a sneak peek, but that's as much as I can do. So if I bring up on screen now a bank reconciliation page and have a look at what we've got on screen here, there was a nice little area here asking me, do I want to, what was the phrase? Was it enroll? Enroll on to? Yes, like to enroll. Yeah. Do you want to enroll on the new banking, the new banking or the new bank reconciliation experience? Um, and basically, as we've been talking about a few times on this show, and we've been kind of wanting it to come back. In fact, last time it was in Billingsgate, I think that might have been when they announced it. So that's how long ago that um, it's been in development for. But there is the opportunity to bring in actual bank statements and then do kind of an auto um, reconciliation as well. But this could be a huge benefit. Now, unfortunately, as you can see here on this particular one, I've got um, no statements have come through yet working on it. Hopefully that means it's going to come through at some point later down the line. Um, but what do we think? I mean, Yaron, you've already had a bit of a play around with it, this one, haven't you? 
I got very excited last night when we discovered this in amongst the team and I got a phone call. What's this? Quick, have a quick look. Ooh. Yeah, no, it's, it's smart. You know what? For working papers, month-end processes, spot on. Absolutely spot on. Very impressed. Very happy. Looking forward to seeing it roll out to more of our clients. Um, and yeah, let's see what it can do in the future. And in, I mean, if they're already pulling through the statements and going, that's the balance on that date, let's put, and it auto reconciles to that. I mean, that's just, if they're doing that on the first round, on the first attempt, that's, that's interesting. What else are they going to be able to do with it in the future? Yeah, have, but have First you round seen it's actually... taken three to four years, <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but have you seen it actually do it yet, or you just you just seen yes. that's what you've got on screen there? Okay. No, so I've so seen it. Bring it in as a CSV or a PDF or, or both. It's a PDF. Okay, nice. So we've got it's doing is it's pulling in the cover sheet of the bank statement, and it's giving you the balance and the date that that balance was on. Right. Okay. Bit there, so then it's giving you the balance and the date that that balance was on. Right. then checks. Does that sync? Does that reconcile directly with what we've got? Yes, then it marks it that month is reconciled. If it doesn't, then you need to go in manually and find out what's going on. Which banks have you had it work with so far? Pro, uh, Metro, Metro, NatWest, and RBS. Okay. So basically, I think as long as it's got, as long as the bank's got open banking, it's this is a feature that's available as part of open banking. Um, so it's more of a case. I think it's all banks are there. I think we're, they're just gradually rolling it out to all QuickBooks licenses in phases to make sure the product's not overwhelmed on day one. I'm just logged into a client with Metro Bank right now, and that's that screen I've got. I've just clicked refresh, and it's telling me it's refreshing, so I'll see what happens. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so it should actually turn them It's Definitely not on every client. I've gone through 50-plus clients and found it on two or so, so it's a very small percentage that it seems to be. Yeah live at the moment so it's one of those let's put it on and test it sort of scenario um yeah. but i wonder if because last time i looked at this um and i wonder if this is a bad example yeah this might be a bad example but there used to be the option here i don't know if you've all noticed it about the statements appearing so there is an option for you to go in yourself and actually attach a statement here which is a mm -hmm. great way of just keeping those statements in in place so that you can prove that balance basically um but i remember it working where that automatically attached there as well as it brought that information in it was automatically showing it you there so again you know that's exciting that could uh, could help bring that information in but it just it's one of those pain points we still have with clients I, I think clients kind of get to the point where they go well we've connected the bank why do i need to give you my bank statements you know it, yep. it almost there's a disconnect there isn't there so i yeah, think definitely. with this that just prevents that going and i love the fact that I, as soon as I clicked enroll yesterday, I went, oh, my God, am I going to need the client login details? But no, because you're already linked on the bank on the top on your banking tab, it's fine. You just enroll to the service without any client input and you're pulling stuff off. It's fantastic. Yeah, I love it. And with that 90 day rule going away as well and that kind of coming to an end as yeah. well, that means it should hopefully be really one of those. Your client connects it. They can forget about it. You can just get on with doing the work for them, which is which is awesome. Yeah. Well, I had the first one of those day before yesterday, well, certainly this week, um, where I'm trying to remember which bank it was, and it might have been Starling. Um, yeah. But um, it said to me, the usual refresh thing, and I thought, oh, God, I have to get the client to do this. But I clicked on it anyway, and it just popped up that I could do it as the accountant, and that yeah. was it. 
90 days more signed up. So that was fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I posted about this on LinkedIn yesterday and a few people were like, oh, this is brilliant. This is excellent. Someone said, will Zero get this? I did think, well, Zero need to build a reconciliation tool first and then build it. <laughs> but, you know. It, reconcile what, they said? What you don't need to reconcile banks. And Yeah, you're right, Carol. That's exactly what this does. So when it's working as intended, the idea is that not only can we get the transactions through on a transaction-by-transaction basis, but when we're in that reconciliation area, we're going to get the option to actually bring in that statement itself and do automatic reconciliations, which is beautiful. And hold that thought there, Carol. We've got a whole section on uh, Starling coming up. So oh, yeah, yes. we'll talk about Starling spaces. Don't you worry. We need to have a moan of the week. Um, so, yeah, no, that's uh, I'm absolutely loving this. And it's just one of those things that was promised such a long time ago. I just can't wait to finally... People think I'm mental when I tell them all that it's uh, it's coming. And <laughs> it's, it's new I saw this feature once, and in QuickBooks, turn it off. It's like Aaron's been drinking and sleeping. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Keeping away from QuickBooks at all times. Um, so yeah. So yeah, we're going to be um, keeping an eye on this development because we think it's going to be really, really exciting. Uh, another small, but maybe potentially big. Charlie's gone. Uh, small but maybe potentially big solution coming for or update coming is down the left hand side. You can see here we now have apps just there. So previously, as an accountant, we weren't able to have the option to have apps coming on, um, but now we have the option to have apps there as well. Going into it, you see the same screen that we had with the client to get to see. So there's no extra functionality. It's just the fact that as accountants, we never normally got this functionality. So it's good to see this here. Now, there's two things about this that this could relate to. Number one could be the fact that potentially means that we're getting that enhancement we saw from America. If you think back to last month's um, QuickBooks mm -hmm. Connect, where they had some extra functionality here, which was telling them, um, if the apps were connected, if there was any issues with them or anything like that. So that could be a potential reason why this has suddenly appeared. The second one, and maybe less exciting and maybe more of a backward step in some cases, is maybe they're taking it away from QuickBooks, uh, QuickBooks Advanced area and will only have it available for us here. Because for people who don't know, as an accountant, we can go to QuickBooks account in the top left-hand corner, we can see the apps and interact with apps for our clients there. It's a little bit clunky in there, in, in all honesty, and it is something that not many people know about, so potentially that's why they're moving it. Um, but it did give us an extra functionality and opportunity to have some ways of buying apps on behalf of the clients and things like that. What's anyone thoughts on this one? Charlie, do you want to go first? Yeah, I, I, uh, I've just, yeah, I hadn't noticed it there before. I don't know when it came in, but I've just looked at it now. I think that's great. Um, and, you know, it means if you want to tell clients about some apps and tell them that they can have a look on here and play around, and I think that's a very, very good idea. And as you well, say, they've always had access to it here. They, they've it's been one of those things where it's a client only view, um, which is very, very few and far between. But this is about the only thing that the clients could see that we couldn't. So they've yeah. always had access to this. It just means we get to see. Oh, it. did they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I oh, I didn't even realize that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, there we go. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a bit like dealing with HMRC. It's always very frustrating when the clients see stuff that we don't. When <laughs> whether it's HMRC or Intuit, they expect us to be advising the clients, and if we can't see what they see, it makes it very hard for us to advise them. 
So I agree. Yeah. Johan? Yeah, I mean, I mean, we we still had the ability to find and add apps to our clients' records. We yeah. just had to go through apps on yes. QuickBooks Online Accountant and then select yeah. the app we wanted and then select the client we wanted to, to attach it to. So I suppose this is just a bit of an easier journey. It's a more natural workflow, isn't it? I'm in a client. I need to, oh, I need to add this app to this client's QuickBooks. Yeah. So instead of having to go all the way back to QuickBooks Accountant, into apps i can just do it from here so yeah no shorter yeah. journey makes much more sense and do you um, think they're taking functionality functionality can't speak to do you think they're going to take functionality away from us or are they going to add functionality what's your gut feeling i don't think they'll take it away because the benefit of the apps bit in the quickbooks accountant thing is i can go in and click client apps and i can see all the clients and all the different apps exactly. associated with each client we're not going to get to see that from here. I don't think they'll give us, they'll get rid of that overview for us. Okay. That's good to hear. Yeah. And, uh, Charlie, anything else you want to say on this one? Well, I'm just, I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm just looking, looking back at it. So, um, I mean, it's been a while since I looked at that page, but yeah, being able to see all the apps at once and also just on this one screen, be able to see which clients haven't got any apps at all, for example, is actually very useful. So I would certainly hope they don't get rid of that screen because having an overall view is very helpful. Yeah, let me just see if the My App screen gives us any more details. I don't think it does. Uh, no, it's just what we've always had. So it's not giving us any data or, or as such. It's just a place where we can go and launch it. Um, that would actually be quite handy, actually, as a as an accountant. There's nothing worse than being on the conversation with someone and trying to maybe go and help their eBay connector or whatever it's going to be and having to jump through 100 hoops to get there. So, yeah, hopefully you're right. Hopefully there's no functionality taken away from us and it just means we're going to add some functionality as we go forward all right awesome so we've talked about bank reconciliation we've talked about apps what about the frustration that's been on our mind these past couple of days so we've had a bit of a chat in our own little group haven't we about a functionality that's thrown and, and actually carol jumped in and said about the starling workaround that's come through so for anyone who doesn't know, Starlin and some of the others, so Monza has their own, but they don't call it spaces. That, or they they, they, they call it pots, that's it. Yeah. Um, Revolut have one called pots as well. And there are some other challenger banks out there who have a similar sort of idea. And the simplest way of thinking about them is instead of having to set up a brand new account to do a savings account, which you know we always encourage our clients to do, it's a way in which these accounts can effectively make it look like they're putting money into different savings accounts. But in effect, what's happening is those accounts are all being divvied up into different segments that they can do. Yeah, um, they're ring-fencing it, aren't they? Ring-fencing, exactly. Um, and when QuickBooks had their idea of post of having their own bank account, they were going to call it envelopes. And there was, you know, that's what the whole idea was going to be. And if you think about it from a client's point of view, we would really want to encourage that to them. You know, they could put away their tax money in one pot. They could then put money they have to save up for a new laptop in another one or whatever it's going to be. And we could encourage them to do that. And, and some of them have automations where you can automatically put money to these pots and everything else. But the thing to remember from an accountant's point of view is that actually we as the accountant or, or sorry, when we look at it from an accountant's point of view and when the client looks at it, that pot doesn't really exist. It's not a separate bank account. So when we have our bank stream coming through and we connect our bank accounts up to things like Starlin and we've got that money flowing forward, we'll see that transaction as they're moving money to a pot. Problem is, 
we then don't have a way of connecting the pot to be able to then bring it all in. Now, I did have a great workaround for this, and it is something that I've done a whole video on. So if you want to ever have a look at it, I've got a video here that's about watch this to find out more to finally deal with spaces and pots. And just as a TDLR of how I got around this, I was using sub accounts and being able to cleverly put the actual connection to one of the sub accounts. Whereas then when you reconcile it, you've also got the opportunity to reconcile the whole thing. And it kind of solved both of those issues. So we had this great workaround. But unfortunately, Stalin has now given the option where not only can you put things into pots originally, so you can have these pots appear in and you can put money in there and then take money out. But now, unfortunately, they've started the actual ability for you to make payments from the pots. And where that becomes really problematic is, remember how I said those pots aren't actually connected to QuickBooks and that part of QuickBooks itself? Well, that means if a client makes a payment from a pot, we have no idea about them until we come to do a reconciliation and we have to see the bank scientists again. So positive-wise, I think we're all agreed here that pots are a good thing. Negative-wise, they don't quite work well with QuickBooks. As, Johan, do you want to have any kind of points to that or anything you want to bring in? Yeah, I mean, ultimately, I mean, there is another issue in styling pots that we haven't covered. And that's the rounding up issue. So if I spend £1.50 or £1.80, for example, and I've turned on in my business account to do the rounding up thing where that extra 20p will go, they'll round it up to £2, the 20p goes into a pot. That rounding up transaction doesn't actually exist on the bank statement full stop. Mm. which is a major headache but um yeah we had solutions didn't we to work out this whole right that's gone into the vat pot or space yeah yep. that's fine we could transfer that that's easy enough to do clients were using fairly common sense titles and when we saw the money coming back as a credit is that right we can see that that's what that's come from so that kind of gets the balance that's okay but now that they've given the, the ability to spend money from these pots with no bank statement, no anything, it's ridiculous. I mean, have we seen a bank statement since that feature's been powered? Yeah. Yeah. So all that will happen is those transactions will just suddenly appear. <coughs> the confusion, because it took us a while to figure out what was going on. It's like, well, we've got this expense. And I was going through the audit trail and I'm financing like, this never appeared on the bank feed. But if you think about it, it never will because effectively it's never been paid from that account. Yeah. I mean, when, when you get the statements out of really... stock, but when, when you get the statements out of stock, you can choose, if memory serves me, whether or not to include the spaces transactions, I believe. Now, what, yeah, what's frustrating. Yes, yeah, so it's not on their API. Yeah. And, right. and if you exactly. think about and, it, and what... I see no reason why they don't treat it for QuickBooks yeah. and Zero and Sage and all the other ones, why they don't treat it as. Another bank account that you can connect because to, and it's then it not another bank problems. account, though, is it? That's the well, issue. Yeah. But, they, but they could. It's they not could a separate account number and sort code. Yeah. Well, it doesn't doesn't have to have a yeah, but they could they could give it a suffix. They can give but it, it something. It does for the APIs to work. Does it? Can yeah. you not? You think you make one up? You think you open banking regulations or that lot? It's all based on your right. bank number and your account yeah. number and everything. Well, then they should just give it an account number. Then I mean, it's got the sort code is easy. It's their existing sort code. They could just give it an account number. I suppose the reason they don't do that is that whole defeats the whole point of what a pot's supposed to be, isn't it? The yeah. whole point of pots is it's not actually another account. You're just ring fencing money. You're keeping money. The easiest solution for us here would have been if they'd done it in a common sense way of you've got a hundred pounds in your pot. 
We know that because we've seen the transactions that add up to £100 get debited and into that pot. Mm -hmm. The client's going to use a virtual bank card to then pay £80 for a transaction out of that pot. We should then see there should be a transfer from the pot of £80 into the bank statement as a credit mm -hmm. by a debit of the £80 expense. Exactly. But Starling haven't done that. Like yeah. If they'd done it that simply, this would not be an issue. No, no, no. It is. It is a. It's one of those situations where, you know, we're trying to make it easier for clients, and we're trying to do best practices. Because, again, if we go back to what QuickBooks wanted to do in their envelope solution, you know, they were selling us the whole, the whole nine yards, weren't they? It was the idea that we, as the accountant, could put rules in place to automatically save their tax for them, etc. You know, that was the sort of granularity that we were going to get from it. And that's all powered by pots, et cetera. So with Starlin and Amanda and all that, lot, we want to encourage our clients to be putting their VAT money to one side each and every time they receive a big income. You know, we want to encourage them to save 20% every month for their tax bill or whatever it's going to be. Um, but then we're pushing them to do this. And all it's given us is headaches down the line uh, going forward. And again, the only bigger problem I see is this whole making payments from from well here's a question yeah. supposing they've got a thousand pounds in there okay let's they've got a thousand pounds in their main account yes and nothing in their pot their space at the moment but they put 200 quid into that space that means they've got 800 quid in the main bit and 200 in the other bit adding up to the thousand pounds if a payment goes out for 900 quid from the main account does that balance yes so it, balances. it won't be enough so yeah. it does back. So therefore, really, so this I, pot is another account. Then I mean, it's just it is another account. It just doesn't have a number. I can't. So it, I don't. Really yeah, but the they don't it. treat it as an account. They what they're doing is they're ring fencing the the funds yeah. in your bank. So they're basically bringing up the the balance, the the zero balance, like anything. So you've now got two thousand pounds in your bank. A thousand of that is in your pots. You've now got a limit. Of, that's all ring fenced and protected from any future expense being made because it's not in the main account yeah right but how is that different from had from from saying i want to transfer the thousand pounds to us because to a, you've not you've not created the idea of boxes, you can open them willy-nilly you can close them down easily yeah. every time you open this bank account with a, a new bank account number they're obliged to t carry out aml checks Okay, so but apart from banking, so this is their bypass to that by just no, putting them in. But, but, but apart from in. banking regulations, to, to the customer, to the bank customer, there is no difference to between that and an account and a bank account. So they're, they're not supposed all... to know the difference, are they? It's to them right. a space is supposed to be another bank account, isn't it? That's exactly. Yeah. So therefore, it seems to me there's no reason why they couldn't treat it so if they need to give it an account number or something but do it in such a way that they don't have to do all the aml they don't have to, that you can create it i don't know but, how they do it but they need to but i think to it's not just aml account. i think it'll be like credit checks and all sorts will have to be done and, and you're gonna well, have no, you, all, you get that. Rid of all of that because, because so so treat it like it is at the moment mm. but but do it in such a way that it fulfills the open banking api rules to allow that to go across to quickbooks and, and all the other books because this is going to become increasingly popular and if you can't track it i mean we should be able to see what's in and out of the pot in quickbooks it's crazy that yeah. we can't yeah um so and, and this is obviously going to become very popular all the banks are doing it now certainly all, all the challenger banks as you said are doing it they need to find a way of getting this in because otherwise it's just going to cause too many problems 
yeah, no, I agree. I think there's definitely got to be a solution. I don't know if it's something as simple as just give out a bank account, but we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I've had um, communication with QuickBooks today uh, about this. So fingers crossed that, you know, they can look into it and do something else. I know last time I kind of presented this as an issue towards Stalin, they almost said, well, it works our end. If you use our app, it's fine. That's their usual. Can't do yeah. that. GDPR. Full <laughs> payment. Ah, that's GDPR issue. <laughs> I think they're very much in their own little bubble at the moment. So it's fair well, enough. Yeah. Um, Carol says here that so far I've had to exclude all transfers back and forth and just see a few of the parts. Now, again, don't, I, I wouldn't do that, Carol. I would use, have a look at that video. Um, create sub accounts for each of those parts and create the the automatic um, uh, rules to go back and forth. It does work and it does mean that you get the best of both worlds where you then you can add back up to what that figure is going to be um, going from there. The other bit that I would love them to implement while we're having a, a moan about these pots and everything else is, you know, I've had to train my clients at each one of these pots they create, they call it pots or spaces or whatever they're going to call it. Because if they don't and they just put corporation tax for example first thing you're going to think of is they've made a payment to their corporation tax yeah um and that's where it gets really really messy so yeah it'd be I'm, great i'm running could... out of things to throw at my team when they keep putting someone's put vat money it's a round number it's yeah. obviously going into a pot but when my team's allocated that to the vat account because they think that's a vat payment it's like stop it yeah but if if again if stalin helped us and actually made it so that they could actually oh, give us yeah, yeah. Without us having to kind of train our clients to be better, um, but yeah, that's what it is. And yeah, but as I said in our in our little text group, is at least they bring emojis in. So you know, I mean, that's one thing that that they do well, isn't it? Apparently, um, um, yeah. Da, da, da. I, I would love rather than my clients be able to open an additional savings account rather than parts, but Stalin don't even allow saving accounts due to the parts. Yeah, I, I agree, but I do think it is down to this regulation and everything else. I do think it's also about the fact that they want to make these pots. You can have as many as you want. I've got a particular client, and they have some like a hundred and something pots because they've got all of these. Biz, uh, um, they they put money in for every bit of money that a client will give to them because they've got to fulfill money based on those particular ones. And there's you know very sound business logic, and they're left with like. 100 quid in their bank account by the time they've done it all because they know everything's been accounted for um but we've got to find ways to work with it haven't we so awesome anything else on the world of pots and everything else or we've talked that one to death oh just yeah let's face it starling aren't going to make a make changes because of our grumblings so <laughs> we'll just carry on grumbling well the other thing i i, I, I don't think you and they tell me if you mentioned this a moment ago, uh, the, the fact that Starling don't bring through the entire reference information on a bank transaction. So if you look at the Starling app yeah. on my phone, I've got, a, I've got a Starling bank account as well. And I look at the Starling app on my phone, I can see the reference number I've, I've entered on it. Or if I've paid somebody's invoice, I've written invoice number one, two, three, four. All of that's on the Starling app doesn't come through the QuickBooks, which is very frustrating. Definitely. 100%. Yeah, no, you, you're spot on there. And it, yeah. But when the bank statement comes through, yeah. It's uh, it is what it is. Um, it's, it's too late by then. You want you want to be posting exactly, exactly right. Posting it in real in near real time. Yeah, yeah. But again, they bring emojis through, so you know, whatever. <laughs> um, help someone. 
Um, okay, so next one is an update to the American account. We're hoping this is a sign of things to come. So can anyone guess what is in front of me here? Do anyone want to guess what this is uh, a new oh, way of looking at it? Anyone want to put some guesses? Go on, Charlie. I'm going to guess it's a new chart of accounts. It certainly is. Not only is it a new chart of accounts way of looking at things, but it is the solution to one of our biggest bugbearers. We've all been there. Our clients have gone and created a brand new chart of account. And what have they done? They've not changed it. And it's created a cash account instead of an expense income or anything else. The way that this one is, it will automatically start as an income account. Maybe that's right. Maybe that's wrong. But at least it's going to be something other than a cash account. Um, and then they get to then pick what that account relates to, depending on which they're going to choose along the top. And I think with this one as well, I can show you that when they put a um, the bank account, for example, and select bank account, they get to select what the type of taxes and put a description. And they get a much better way, in my opinion, of seeing what they're what it's going to do. It's going to show them how it's going to look on the balance sheet. It's going to show them what it's going to look in terms of starting date and opening balances. Just get a lot more functionality when going through. Um, chart of accounts, the way we've been doing chart of accounts has been there since day one. So it's definitely need of a change. But I'm absolutely loving this. And yeah, I, I can't see anything like bad to say about this at all. What's what's everyone's thoughts on it? Go and ask well, the accounting web block. They'll tell you what's wrong with it. <laughs> really? Um, <laughs> Mr. Anti-change, anti-positivity. But <laughs> I really like this because I think it actually, it's more user-friendly from a business owner's point of view. It exactly. makes more sense rather than all these drop-down boxes. So, yeah. If it helps them set things up right the first time before they decide they then need an accountant, then so be it. Because how many times have you gone to a client and literally everything's a cash? Because they, they, they didn't know you had to change it. Like, no idea. Got, I went into one client. They've set up a telephone as a bank account. Yeah, that's like, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah pay, well, I pay it from my bank account, so that's why, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. But I, I've opened up clients where every one of their chart accounts is just a brand new cash account, brand new bank yep. account every single time. And, and you can't blame them. Like, it you know, until someone points out to them, until someone shows them. And even then, it's it, they don't 100% get it, at least this way. This whole area down the bottom here, which is kind of giving them an indication of where it's going to go, how it's going to affect, um, should be a much better way of doing it. Um, and hopefully means that they'll understand what the opening balance thing means when they do and don't need it. The fact they've hidden open balance here, you actually have to click into it to do something, which might even prevent people from misusing that account as well. Charlie, what are your thoughts? Well, first of all, does it does it allow you to create sub-accounts? Because I can't see an option there. Maybe yeah, sub-accounts is definitely there. I know it's not shown on these two screens, right. but yeah, okay. sub-accounts is still there. Um, okay. I think what it is, is in America, you have that, um, they restrict how many accounts you're allowed or something. You have to, it's a, it's a pay for, isn't it? You can only pay for so many. Right. And there might even be on this particular client that sub-accounts was a, a non-paid for thing or something like that. <laughs> so, but no, sub-accounts so, will definitely still survive. So the things that I would say is, when it's a bank account, it would be nice if they added a field for sort code and a field for account number. Would be mm -hmm. nice. Uh, so there are specific fields rather than just what I do at the moment, just putting it in the, in the description field. It would be nice yes. if you had a specific yeah. field for that. And if they get rid of um, the um, detail type, what they call detail type at the moment, which is... Well, nuts. detail type is important now. It never used to be. It used to be completely... Didn't mm. do anything before. Um, but now because of all the tax connections, so 
we are thinking the um the tax generator on sole trader and also right. uh, mtd connections and then what could oh, okay. be booked to tax that maybe gets announced one day um all of those is what the detail types for now but yeah up until well then they need two years ago they released the tax thing yeah, it was yeah. absolutely pointless yeah I mean, if they streamline that and make it match. So if you if you if you tell it it's a self-employment business, then then the account the detail type matches the boxes on the SA. Um, was it one hundred six, whatever it is? Um, yeah, one hundred four, one hundred six, whatever it is. Um, and and for, for corporation tax, Agreed. has some standard yeah, headings, for example. Then yeah, then that fine. would be brilliant. And I think from memory, I think because they're still trying to figure out how to do disallowable taxes. I think that's still kind of up in the air of the best oh, way okay. of doing it from a UI point of view. I think detail tax at one point was the consideration of where that was going to go. So you drop it down and your detail tax will be disallowed, for example. So, yeah. yeah. Cool. But no, I, I can't wait for this to come. Well, I say I can't wait for this to come to the UK. I hope it comes to the UK because there's a few things that haven't yet materialized over here. So, yes. Um, um, another question's popped in. Uh, I'm I'm about to link a Metro client. Do they do the same? Unfortunately, yes. They've got the same functionality, haven't they? Cool. Yeah, Metro spaces. Uh, they? Spaces, not pots or whichever way around it is. Yeah. Which is what it the is. One, the All one right. Metro, Go for it. I said the only problem I would say with Metro, not a QuickBooks related issue, but why I started moving away from Metro is they don't do confirmation of payee, which clients quite rightly find infuriating. So what, one of my clients closes Metro account because he has he deals with the public and they pay him, and they were constantly saying to him, every time I put your bank details in to transfer money to you to pay your bill, it tells me that, that bank account doesn't match. And he says, yeah, no, that's because Metro don't sign up to it. So he closes Metro account because of that, because he was fed oh, up right. not paying him. Okay. Yeah. Weren't they fined for that? They certainly should have been because it's all banks are meant to comply with it at least a year ago, maybe more now. Yeah, maybe two years ago. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Um, do Do Metro allow bulk payments? Though I can't remember. Do we know? Oh, no. I probably not. There's, there's quite a few banks that don't do bulk payments. Though, yeah. What well, none of the challenges do yet? Do they? Unfortunately, no. So, no. We'll see. We'll see. Awesome. All right. Let's have a little bit of a. A think about then what we expect to happen on QuickBooks Connect. Now, me and you are in a bit of an awkward situation where we've got a bit of an NDA over our heads about what we can and can't say at this point in time. Um, then getting get the queue for suing me, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but from what we are allowed to talk about is things we haven't been mentioned. So, yeah, we can still have a play around with this. So what we're going to do is do predictions of what we think is going to be announced and what i'd like to see and what i would love to happen is there'll be a one more thing so for anyone who doesn't know the reference if you've ever watched an apple event um especially back in the steve jobs days then there was always that one more thing and it was supposed to be that big like moment you know the thing that the hot, everyone remembered from that event um and i think back in the past if you think about some of the quickbooks events we've had they've had been some really good one more things um like this being able to bring your bank statements in that no one remembers and thought I made up. Um, but there has definitely been some some uh, really good announcements happening in past years. So we thought we'd put it to the group and we're going to have three predictions we're going to see and we're going to see how close we are to predictions going forward. Who wants to go first? Charlie, do you want to head this one sure. up? Well, I'll start with a boring one, an obvious one, 
but it's 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 been the big topic for the last three years, and that's MTD. Um, but as hopefully everybody now knows, MTD has been put back another couple of years. But it's a huge selling opportunity for all the bookkeeping software companies um, because under MTD for income tax, um, just as it as it is really for MTD for VAT. Um, you pretty much have to use a proper software solution unless you're very, very good at Excel um, or you've got a bespoke solution, you're gonna to need to use something like QuickBooks. Um, so they're not gonna gonna pull back from that. So I think they will have to announce something on where they're going because they still haven't launched it and they want people in as soon as possible. And quite frankly, I, I'm glad of that because I want more clients using QuickBooks. Mm -hmm. And if the, if, you know, if the easier it gets and the more that it can, can fulfill what's going to be required for MTD, um, the better, in my opinion. So I would say another announcement on, on actually when it will come out, the software will come out in, in, in QuickBooks. And also related to that, I would hope that they have a solution to cope with rental income because what they've been talking about is for self-employed, but not so far as I know for rental income. We can't talk about the little second bit, but the first bit you mentioned, um, <laughs> MTD-wise... I'm, I'm, I'm not under NDAs. I can say whatever I like. <laughs> but I don't know anything, I, so that's why I can say it. I'm not saying anything. All I'm saying is I'm, yeah, I yeah. can't talk about anything. Um, <laughs> all I know is... All, all, all I think is from your prediction. So just to clarify, your prediction is that they're going to announce what, the MTD for its uh, is in beta? Or, or what, what do you think the announcement's going to be? Well, I would hope there would be an announcement that, that it is available to be played around with, even if you can't find anything. I mean, it, either it's got to be available in, in, the, in the HMRC. Say, talk, talk the problem is tech. HMRC haven't opened their beta to anyone right. else yet. Yeah. So, but, to at least, but at least they can show, they can, at least they can have it available in the, the screens and QuickBooks to show how it looks, even if you, know, you can't click the file button yet. Um, so they won't have that file button, but at least to have it... You know the change of screens a bit like the, the screens changed when when MTD for that came in. You just yeah. you just remove the button that says file now with HMRC. Yeah, I mean, I was hoping that now that MTD has been pushed back, we don't talk about MTD again for another couple of years. But yeah, no, no, <laughs> that's just me having fatigue. <laughs> I think that is. Johan, uh, what what do you think to the MTD idea? Do you think it's uh, I think it'll make, I... make an appearance? I don't know if that we are going to see anything because <clears throat> we've just been told in the latest update of these thresholds that anyone under thirty thousand pound turnover mm. doesn't have to declare MTD. It's a stuff. Yeah. So does that mean that they're going to go back and have a rethink about what they are functionality they are and aren't going to put in there? Because how many landlords, as a percentage mm. of the landlord market? That are sole traders have a rental income turnover of more than thirty thousand pounds a year. Because if it's one, house, whether it's one they're in the south or the north. Yep. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm I'm wondering if certain features and stuff are now going to be redundant because there's just no demand. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense, doesn't it? Uh, we shall see. We shall see. Yeah. And what's your first prediction? So. I think that we're going to be spending a lot of time talking about whatever we're calling it now, whether it's pro tax or books to tax. Um, that will be officially, you know, it's been spoken about at various conferences this year uh, since May. I think we'll see that officially launched for anyone to get involved in 
with full functionality to create an accounts and basic CT600s and submit them from QuickBooks. Charlie, want to comment on that one? Um, well, that was one of my predictions as well. So, I mean, it, it would be crazy for them not 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 to do that. Um, the marketplace is is ripe for them to get that going. So, yeah, I would agree completely with Aaron on that. It's um, it'd be crazy for them not to do that. All I'm going to say is they, they've already been yeah. showing in in there within the working papers and the rest of it. They've got a very 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 basic facility for producing accounts. Now, what it produces at the moment is garbage, um, but but it, but it shows an intent. So, um, I, I, look, I think you you guys probably know a lot more than I do about that. But um, so since I don't know anything, I, I can talk freely. <laughs> um, but I, I would hope that, that, you know, whether that's launched now or, or simply an intention to launch very soon, but that would fit in very, very well as the whole point of, you know, produce yeah. a set of accounts to file with Companies House and HMRC along with the CT600. Um, I mean, it's, it, you know, it's a no-brainer that they need to do that. It's just a question of, how quickly they can, and for a multi-billion-dollar corporation, not to have the um, the resources to get that launch pretty quickly. Um, you know, when you think how quickly years ago, TaxCalc did that, and all these other people you know, added accounts and so on. Um, there's no reason why Intuit couldn't do it by now. Cool, cool. No comment. My end. Um, my first prediction <laughs> is that fancy chart of accounts we've just seen. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I have sent a few emails to a few people in Intuit to say, Oi, can we have this over here, please? This would be brilliant. Um, but I'm hoping somehow, some way that that gets its way into it. I think possibly too soon. Possibly it's a, you know, I would have imagined whatever was going to be announced at um, Intuit uh, for QuickBus Connect was, uh, was kind of put into the diary a long, long time ago. But I'd love to see it. Like let's 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 really push forward with these new enhancements and bring them on. So yeah, I mean it's a win-win for everyone, isn't it? Really. Yeah. Cool. Charlie, what's your second prediction? Um, well, my second one's been stolen, which was the one we've just been talking about. So I'll go pick on the third one. And I, <laughs> I, I think this is very unlikely, but I, I, it's something I've I've moaned about for a while because I would love it to work better. And that's the receipt capture thing. I, there is no reason. They've done the difficult bit. They've got the OCR basically working, but they just don't put the information in the right places. So I would like to see you be able to set a default that every, transa every transaction comes through to default to bill rather than default to receipt, if that's what you want. Obviously, some people don't want that, but you know, if you just tick an option on the screen. Um, I would like to see it pull the correct information through to the right fields. For example, stop repeating the supplier name in the description fields. Completely stupid. Yeah. Uh, fill the invoice number field in all the time. All of that stuff, it should work properly. At the moment, it's at the moment it's very, very much focused on being receipts for cash-based businesses. Um, and that's absolutely fine, but allow it to also work for a business that wants to code bills in when the bills come in, payments are, you know, are separate from the bank transaction when the payments are made. I don't want the bill to match directly to the bank until I process the bank feed after the bill yeah. has been posted, as would work with auto entry or DEX. Or anything. Basically, I want it to replace auto entry or DEX. And, and, and they've done the hard part. Um, the rest of it is easy. They, they should get yeah. that done. I think, in fairness, though, the functionality-wise and the way they've positioned it means that actually it's got a better overall kind of connection than 
auto entry index will ever have like the fact it can find transactions that are still on the full review tab and it can find transactions and, and bring that in it you know it you're right it's it's, it's one of their um what, what's the phrase a minimal viable products isn't it they've they had to release something or they wanted to release something to see if it was going to catch on um but i would surprise that that you know from what i can tell a lot of people use receipt capture probably maybe not as many as they wanted to but i think it's still a popular product mm. you would have yeah. thought they had enough people using it that they would have gone okay let's put some in development time to enhance it and yeah that would be an amazing prediction if they do you know version two of it or whatever they're going to call it um because it needs it's needed some love for a long time hasn't it so yeah bringing that in will be great for every client out there and for us as because it's not really designed for us as a bureau option at this point in time so giving us that functionality would be brilliant what's your thoughts on it Jan? yeah i mean i get why it's been unloved for so long because it's not like that team's not been doing anything because once they rolled it out for us they've then been rolling it out for australia new zealand india france wherever else into it are good investment wasn't it yeah and india <laughs> so they've rolled it out into all these other countries I'm hoping now they've done that. They're kind of going back to, right, now how do we improve this and then roll it out again through the same cycle? Yeah. Um, I would absolutely love for them to get this nailed because we're pretty much a QuickBooks-only firm. It would save me £800 a month in Dex fees if we could rely on the efficiency through yeah. QuickBooks receipt capture. At this moment in time, it is just not efficient enough. Like... We process three to four thousand documents a month. Seventy percent of those we don't touch because Dext categorizes and auto publishes. Yeah, yeah, that's a huge time saving for us. Absolutely phenomenal. And QuickBooks receipt capture just can't get anywhere close to that at the moment. So I'd love them to improve it so we had that all in one solution. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> So, yeah, I'd be very happy if they announced that. Yeah, that'd be a good prediction. Let's uh, hope that one's one of the ones that gets done. Yeah, and what's your prediction number two? I would like them to have a one more thing. And I would like them to go back to QuickBooks Bank. Like, the power that having their own bank would have is phenomenal. Um. But, yeah, I get it's a whole different issue in the UK compared to the US, but the benefits they have in the US by having QuickBooks cash cards and stuff is just incredible, and we're at an unfair advantage of utilize, of not being able to utilise that. Yeah, couldn't agree more. I mean, I think this podcast was created because of the hype that was generated. You know, it was something that just had to be talked about, you know the functionality they were promising and bringing in the ability for us as accountants to, you know, make payments and the client could then approve them, them sort of things. It was, yeah, it would have been revolutionary. Um, so yeah. Wonder, wonderful ever, ever come across. Charlie, any thoughts on that one? Uh, <clears throat> I've never been completely convinced by the idea. Um, but I mean, certainly there is scope for them essentially to do what, uh, counting up to or Starling sort of do with having their own accounting, but much more specific. So build it all into one into one product. I, I, I can see advantages if they did it right. 
um, whether or not it would, you know, it would take a, a lot of luck for it to be really that much better than having a very well connected, decent third party challenger bank like a Starling or a Monza or whatever. Yeah, but just think you won't have pots and spaces issues because you'll have your QuickBooks envelopes well, and your QuickBooks would record the transactions. That, that, oh, I, I, you, you've sold me on it now, Johan. We in. hope. I'm in. <laughs> we hope they record. Now, I, know, yeah. I know they did because I brought that up in a conversation with them. Um, but the power that you could... I mean, I think we always have this conversation about how APIs are letting us down at the moment because we can't file Cresco and we can't do this and we can't use this and everything else. But that would just be all, all gone, gone away. You'd, you'd be able to make payments from QuickBooks. You'd be able to well, do all that. Stuff. So here's the thing. I'd imagine they would have to have an, a, a separate login to something because we don't have granular access. I don't, know, got, well, yeah. I don't know how granular. I've, I've not used Advanced yet, so I don't know how granular it gets. Um, so maybe that's maybe, with, but, but if they're going to launch a bank, they don't want it only for QuickBooks Advance. It'll need to, be, to, to go across everything. But they could have a separate thing whereby, for example, you could set up the payments in QuickBooks, whoever does, you know, the bookkeeping or whoever does the purchase ledger or whatever. Yeah. And then they just sit waiting authorization. And then someone else, the MD of a very small business or whoever it is, um, logs into a separate URL where they have specific permission to then release the funds that somebody, and they can just, Go in and in ten seconds just tick the thirty items that have been that have been queued up for them. And go yes, I approve. Um, then I can see advantages there. Um, I but I would say yeah. if they do if they do launch a bank, then with my experience of particularly I started using Plio a lot uh, for a few yeah. clients now, which I like very much. It's a very very good system, but not just for prepaid cards, which is which is the heart of it, but also they do a, a Dex auto entry type, you know, receipt capture facility as well. Um, which, which, which to date they're changing their pricing at the moment, but to date has it's been no extra charge for. Um, but then you Plio will allow you to make a payment directly from your Plio wallet, but you don't have to. Um, and I don't at the moment because Plio, like Metro, use JP Morgan, who don't have confirmation of payee at the moment. Um, and without confirmation of payee, I don't trust that what's being paid is necessarily correct. So I, I prefer to go back to the get the client to pay it from their bank where they've set up their own uh, yeah. confirmation of pay. And, and, and also it remembers, you know, did, did, when we previously paid the supplier, this was the bank and, and they haven't complained. They haven't been paid for their bills for the last three years. So I trust that if, if I don't change the bank, it must still be correct. Um, whereas the way the Pleo does it, every time an invoice comes in, it just treats as a brand new. You can match it up to an existing supplier, but the bank is whatever's on that invoice. So it, there's nothing to highlight at the moment that, it, that that they may have changed their bank details or somebody corrupt may have changed bank details. Yeah, makes sense, doesn't it? But if so if QuickBooks sense. do that, they, they, they need to have those kind of strictures built in, if that's very yeah. important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, awesome. Okay, uh, my second one was uh, update to work papers. Mm. Um, I would love to see that whole area be realized um for me i feel like it was a fantastic first attempt and we use it on every client and it's completely revolutionized the way that we do accounts preparation and saved us a lot of time in doing so and, and helping us be more accurate and everything else all the good things but there's still some things that i would just love to see come in there um randomly we got an update not long ago about the tb to etb and all that sort of stuff that came through not sure where that came from. 
but I would just love to see some some enhancements, like the idea that when you put a document on there, you can say how much that document is valued for, so that when you are reviewing it, then you don't have to actually go into the document to see the transaction to find the bit that you can be told that this should be a thousand pound and why is it not? And even tell us that there's a there's a discrepancy here. That'd work really, really well. And let it interact with the rest of QuickBooks. You know, let's bring in the VAT reconciliations and the bank reconciliations and things like that. I think personally we'll be on to absolute winner. Um and you know, that's where I would go with it. So any thoughts on that, people? I, I would completely agree. I would love to see that. I think the uh, it's a very, very good tool and, and any enhancements in that area <coughs> I think are, are very, very worthwhile. Yeah. Definitely. But you yeah, and you would find an easier way to, to use it with non QuickBooks clients, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great if we could have a TB importer for mm. non-QBO clients and stuff. That'd be fantastic. Cool, cool. All right, Charlie, have you got a third one? Um, uh, my third one was the was the books to tax one. So, um, well, so I haven't got a third one. No, I'll I'll, I'll let somebody else do a do a fourth one if you like. No worries, Johan. Your third one? Yes, yeah, so my third one is that they are gonna. They're not going to do it, but they give mm -hmm. us the power. The power to change who powers the pay now button in our <laughs> invoicing. What's that? What's that? <laughs> Do you think of that? I didn't hear a thing. There we are. <laughs> like, if they don't, I'm going to do a dirty protest, I've decided. <laughs> do you want to explain like, to, to, to listeners exactly what you mean by that? Because I think I know right. what you mean. So when we send an invoice in QuickBooks or from QuickBooks, there's a pay now button. Up until this point in time, the only people that have had the privilege of powering the pay now button with the card providing card transaction details, etc., is PayPal, who charge a phenomenally high rate of 4% for a transaction. When there are other providers out there who we could power that button with. So if we go to our friends at zero we can select who powers their pay now button. So if we want to plug in Cresco, oh. pay now is powered by Cresco. If we yeah, want to power pay iWalker, it can be powered by iWalker. There's none of this putting a hyperlink in an email, which looks yeah. spammy and unprofessional. Uh, I, which did is email from iWalker, I did get an email from iWalker this week or last week saying that they've now, because they uh, previously, you're right, the way that iWalker did, you had to stick an email, a new URL into an email. I saw something. I didn't get a chance to read it in detail, but they've updated yeah. what they do with QuickBooks. It's still a link in the... It's still um, ultimately okay. a hyperlink in right. the email. It's and it's an just not good enough. Hyperlink. QuickBooks need to relinquish control. Hmm. Like, we've had enough invoices paid. So I worked this out the other day. We've had enough invoices paid in the last 10 months from Cresco, which has saved me enough money to pay for my R2-D2 Lego unit. <laughs> Wow. That's how so much I've while. saved in using Cresco instead of paying now on, <laughs> on QBO. So when you said well, earlier on that you were at school back in 2003 when I was using QuickBooks Desktop, you're still really a school agent, aren't you really? Just, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. yeah. But like, you've, got to, you've got to reward yourself for making savings <laughs> by spending the savings. Yeah, okay. But Lovely. like, yeah. How much money would all the accountants and small businesses save in the UK if they could use Cresco 
for bank payments through the pay now button. Like they want to power prosperity, power growth. Give us the pay now button and exactly. let us do How much much it. Give us control of it. The, 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 the sort of devil's advocate answer to that is how much money do PayPal pay into it for being master of the button? Not enough not to tolerate me being upset. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. It's not enough for the for tolerating my earache, I tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it it's a but dream agree, scenario, isn't it? But yeah, yeah. that would be an amazing... Um, on. And, and if it does happen, we've all got to get up and cheer at that point. I mean, I think QuickBooks Bank's more likely to happen. <laughs> and we know that's completely dead in the water. <laughs> well, the other thing, I mean, related to that, it's not just the pay now when you send the invoice out by you know, email, but it's also the ability to use, say, Stripe or something instead of PayPal. Yep. Or, that's it. You know, that's what we're saying. Give yeah. us the power to choose our own payment provider. Mm. It's our business. Give us the power to run our business the way yeah. we want to run our business and collect payments how we want to. Yeah, because it's almost coming to a point where we need a third-party solution to send out invoices at this point, just so we got that. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> but am I right in thinking that when you, if you turn on the ability for them to pay you with a credit card, uh, if you, if so, you turn it on for a particular client company in QuickBooks. Every invoice that goes out has that, or can you set that invoice by invoice? Well, the, the it's every parties. invoice, but the annoying thing is if you send it out as a recurring, so if you get a recurring payment and put it out, then the tick doesn't appear. So, right, so supposing I don't want people to generally pay the bills, pay the invoices I send out by credit card because there's a commission. Oh, if, they just yeah, if they do a bank that, transfer, then, then there's no commission. But there's one particular customer says to me, no, no, I can only pay you by credit card. I want to turn it on for them so they can pay me with a credit card. Yeah, you go into that room. You, you have to physically turn it on when you go and switch it on and then it's on. Right. But then, but my, from when I tried it, it's been a year since I tried it, but I tried it a year ago. Then every customer had that ability to pay with a credit card. It is, so but it's not on my default. You'd have to go turn it on. So, yeah. The feature will be there, but you, you ultimately have control when you send that invoice of, do you want them to press the ticket? Yes or no? Oh, okay, so it's okay. Okay, yeah, well, that's good. Okay. Yeah. 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 So it's there. My final one, and it's because Ash isn't here today, and I, I wonder why Ash isn't here. My final one is uh -huh. the one more thing. Ash gets rolled up on screen on the thing, and they say Net Tracker has been acquired. Yes. 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 Yeah. That's my yeah. final prediction. Now, I was going to say it would be client engaged, but you turned up today, yeah, and so I've got a feeling that. <laughs> You didn't win the lottery on that one. So. We're, we're fiercely independent. We're sticking to our guns. <laughs> Good. I, I, I say I wouldn't want I wouldn't want a tax management tool to be in QuickBooks, but a net tracker absolutely um, should, should uh, would would be brilliant to have in there. Absolutely brilliant. Ash deserves to be a billionaire. So you know maybe he'd probably even accept nine hundred million. He probably doesn't need the full full billion. Yeah. Well, that's my why he's not here today. You know, he's spending yeah. his money and you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Figuring out what not to buy. <laughs> <laughs> Upgrading his golf clubs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or his exactly. drum kit or whatever. He, let, let's hope. Let's hope that's the uh, final prediction. So yeah, we'll see this time next month exactly which predictions have or have not come true. Um, we'll do some sort of league table. We'll get a, a prize awarded for who got the most amount of predictions even if I do feel like some of us may have cheated. Um, 
Carol says Dex is far superior by far. So, yeah, no arguments there. And with that, that is the end of today's webinar. So I like to thank each and every one of my team members and each and every one of my of the people who have been listening live and anyone who is listening after today as well. Thank you very much. Again, if you do see us at QuickBooks Connect, do say hello. Uh, we don't buy. And if you do want to go over and, and listen more about uh, some great content, then head over to mine or Johan's um, talk why we are there. Mine's all about QuickBooks efficiencies uh, i've got some great tips to tell you about that um charlie do you want to tell everyone again how they can see you do a bit of plug-in all that sort of stuff the floor is yours yeah uh so my you write my facebook group yes mm -hmm. yes oh no oh, no Oh, it's fine. All you asked me to do. Sorry. I mean, you can't you can't you you I've got, yeah. got a text message just as you asked that, and I got distracted. I do apologise. You want me to promote myself or talk about something you else? Don't, you don't need my permission. Just plug away. <laughs> I'll plug away. I, 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 will, I will plug away two things. Get the centre ready. Yeah, I will plug two things. First of all, not me, but I've mentioned it before. I only spend 10 seconds. Yeah, thank you. I'll only spend 10 seconds on it. But take a look. It's, it's in my, well, I'll first of all mention my group. So the, on Facebook, the QuickBooks Online Accountants, QBOA group on Facebook. Come in and join that. And one of the key things we've been talking about recently amongst lots and lots of topics in there for pro advisors is this incredible tool uh, that's been launched by um, Hector Garcia and Mark Corum in the States that works uh, in the web browser for QuickBooks. And it's called Write Tool. Have a look at it. It's absolutely incredible. Uh, there is a free version of it and then a paid version, which gives you more features. It is absolutely brilliant. And the advances they made on it uh, since two months ago um, have, have been phenomenal. So come and find me on the QBOA Facebook group. Join in, say you're a pro advisor and, and we'll let you in. And then take a look at Right Tool. It is incredible. Definitely. Highly recommend it as well. Johan, your time to plug, plug, plug. Uh, where I think I've done everything for this week. Uh, <laughs> Done all my webinars for the week. That's fine. Uh, ask the accountant, 8.30 every Friday, uh, 8.30 every Friday. Monday morning. <laughs> You'll find us on LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, all the good places. Uh, feel free to follow me on LinkedIn. If you've got any questions, you can reach out via message, Messenger on LinkedIn. And, yeah, looking forward to being at QuickBooks Connect and everyone saying hello and meeting the people that keep spending their time listening to us rabbit on about things. Yeah, we can't wait as well. Again, if you are at QuickBooks Connect, please do come and say hello to us um, and keep an eye out if you are at the after party as well, if you want to come and have a little chat on the podcast itself. We're going to try and do some sort of live podcast if we can. Uh, Paul's just joined in and says, more Lego building. Maybe it's time you brought in some live Lego building going forward. Yeah, have you ever thought about that? You know, yeah, live I am very efficient. Yeah. Yeah, we could all help you one way or another. Um, and Carol says, thank you for looking forward to Connect, definitely. Brilliant. And with that, then, it is the end of this month's uh, QuickBooks Labs. Next month will be an exciting one because we are going to learn all about what's happened at QuickBooks Live. Maybe even possibly keep your ears out for a live version while we're there. See technically if that's doable. If not, maybe the day after we can sort something out. But we'll talk about off stream. Everyone, thank you again for listening. Shout out if you do see us. And as always, um, we'll be back next month for more of your favorite quick books talking. So it's time to say goodbye. Goodbye for now. Goodbye. Bye.
Cheers, all. As an accountant, I've got something to say. I'd like to introduce you to a whole new way to help small business clients. It's easy as one, two, one, two, three, four. QuickBooks Online, accounting you can customize. Just sit back and relax. It works with over 300 apps. It can sync up with PayPal or Shopify. And with Fathom, you can analyze. With Fundbox, you'll get paid instantly. While Stitch Labs tracks your inventory. QuickBooks Online. QuickBooks Online. Can save money and time. 